0: When you express gratitude, simply writing down three things each day you feel grateful for, it's a terrific way to dissolve feelings of anxiety and inadequacy. WWW, what went well? Thinking about your day through the lens of WWW, it enables you to reframe through the lens of abundance and appreciation, to reframe through the lens of growth, meaning and connection and to focus on what's going well in your life as to what the problems and barriers are. I'm Dr. Mark Rowe and welcome to my podcast in the doctor's chair. As a family physician, my expertise is supporting people in the areas of positive health and lifestyle medicine. Join me in conversations that share life lessons, health habits and leadership practices, focusing on positive psychology, lifestyle medicine and ways that enable you to live with more vitality on purpose appreciating that when it comes to your vitality, that everything is so interconnected. Episodes will air weekly, and you can find me wherever you listen to your podcasts. And of course, on my website, drmarkrow.com. As a practicing family doctor with expertise in lifestyle as medicine, my purpose is to encourage and support you in terms of positive health, personal growth, and all things well-being. As I say, to never stop starting. Each month on a live webinar, I teach learning by doing and learning by being the why and the how of health enhancing habits, giving you the science as well as support strategies to live with more vitality. I'd like to invite you to join my self-development club to learn more and to sign up, visit DrMarco.com. Do you consider yourself to be a perfectionist in your projects at work, performance at school, in sport, at college? in the clutter of your spaces, even the content of your social media profile, because if you do, then you may suffer from what I call perfectionitis, where the inner critic of self-doubt and self-sabotage can run riot. Where good enough is never quite perfect enough. You know, there's an old Irish proverb that goes something like this. Ni vín see gone lucked, which means there's no wise man without a flaw. No one is perfect. Far from it, the truth is everyone has flaws and foibles. You, me, all of us. We're all flawed and yet perhaps you are still perfect in your imperfections. As the saying goes, there are flaws of imperfection embedded within every sparkling diamond. Many people nowadays suffer from what I call perfectionitis or this condition of perfectionism. Of course, sometimes it's simply driven by the desire to project a perfect image on social media, and that's not to say that having high standards isn't important. It is, and sometimes, you know, systems are essential to work pretty perfectly with with little or no margin for error. Think about life saving medicine. Think about flying an aircraft, where high levels of safety procedures are absolutely paramount, and. Perfectionism is different. It's really an unhealthy way of thinking about yourself, about seeing yourself through an unrealistic mindset, but having unrealistic standards. And this can become a big problem where the pursuit of perfection comes with a fear of failure or self-criticism or self-sabotage where negative self-talk predominates. And this can trigger feelings of inadequacy or feelings of stress and anxiety. And if you try to be perfect all the time and trying to be all things to all people, and no one can do that successfully, you know, it plays havoc with your your self-esteem, your self-confidence, your sense of self, your self-worth. And it can leave you stuck in a straitjacket of perceived inadequacy. So here are some clues to consider if you feel you may be suffering from this condition that I term perfectionitis or perfectionism. You may have a distorted belief system. In other words, you may believe that perfection is a realistic and reachable goal. And as a result, you may tend to beat yourself up with guilt at the first sign of imperfection. You may believe in the fixed mindset that if at first you don't succeed, you should simply quit. In other words, the myth of talent, that it's all about talent and and not about dedicated effort and, and growth and continuous improvement. And this idea that I talk about, never stop learning, never stop growing, never stop improving. People may have a fear of failure. What What's interesting is perfectionists are far more afraid to fail than, than high achievers. And this detracts and takes away from your ability to simply enjoy the moment, enjoy the process of, of effort. And you know, it is a pity because in many ways, the only real failure in life is the failure to try. Because you have a tendency to wallow in, in, in self-criticism and negativity when you're when your own unrealistic goals aren't realized, this may Have a downward drag on your mood as you weigh yourself down with your perceived failures and and setbacks and disappointments. On the other hand, high achievers tend to be far more resilient. High achievers tend to be much better able to grow and develop a sense of meaning and new perspective from life's inevitable setbacks. And another interesting feature of perfectionism is that it tends to go hand in hand with procrastination because the fear of failing can become a major stumbling block to simply starting. And as a perfectionist, you may become paralyzed by this fear of simply not being perfect enough, which can, of course, put you into a spiral of anxiety and accentuate a vicious cycle of further feelings of stress, anxiety and procrastination. Perfectionists tend to be gold medalists when it comes to negative thinking patterns with all the could do's, should do's, must do's, could have, should have, and all the all or nothing catastrophe type thinking where someone may become stuck in a past of regret or consumed by future anxiety. And of course, the perfectionist is a champion in self-criticism, often consumed by feelings of inadequacy and insecurity. And that can really have a downward drag on your level of happiness. And furthermore, this sort of self-critical nature and sense of rigidity can tend to push other people away, which can lead to feelings of loneliness and isolation and uh, social reclusiveness. Perfectionists tend to be defensive. Unlike high achievers who often see criticism as being valuable information to support their further growth and development, perfectionists tend to be very defensive to even constructive criticism. Uh, While they may be experts when it comes to criticising themselves and are pretty, pretty good at doing it all the time, they don't really like to be criticised by others as much and may fall victim to making mountains out of molehills. So, you know, there, there are some sort of background ideas about this idea of perfectionism. Here are some tips to deal more effectively with it. I think, firstly, as Socrates said, the father of medicine, know yourself. Knowing yourself really is a journey of self-discovery, of self-improvement and self-development, a journey that really never ends. I like to say, know yourself better. Keep a written journal. Who are you? What do you value? What's important to you? Is your self-talk predominantly positive or negative? What do you say to yourself about your efforts? How do you celebrate and reward yourself for even the smallest of micro positive achievements. You know, don't take yourself too seriously. Learn to be kinder to yourself. Treat yourself with self-compassion and empathy and patience and respect just as you would treat a good friend. You know, it's about balancing the desire we all have for achievement, which of course can be fueled by a feelings of perfectionism. To balance that with self-compassion and self-understanding and kindness. It's interesting just to ask yourself, what's the opportunity cost here? You know, what price are you paying for your current thinking patterns, for the current level of self-criticism you are saying to yourself or not matching up to your own self-imposed standards? It can be very liberating to accept yourself simply for who you are right now. Acceptance to accept that you're a human being, to accept that you're imperfect, to accept that you are far from fallible, to accept that everyone can make mistakes and fall short at times, and to really recognize how far you've come. You know, you've know, you grown, you've learned from your experiences along the way in life. And that can be a terrific way to really celebrate your own strengths, to celebrate and recognize your own achievements, and to really put you on that path towards a more sustainable growth mindset. I always like to talk about focusing on what you have to be grateful for, because when you express gratitude, simply writing down three things each day you feel grateful for, it's a terrific way to dissolve feelings of anxiety and inadequacy, www. What went well? Thinking about your day through the lens of WWW, it enables you to reframe through the lens of abundance and appreciation, to reframe through the lens of growth, meaning and connection and to focus on what's going well in your life as to what the problems and barriers are and things and places where you've fallen short. And of course, talk therapy, talking to a trained therapist, whether it's your GP or a counselor, in perhaps cognitive behavioral therapy, you know, and I think this can be really important, particularly if your thoughts and feelings of perfectionism are really getting out of hand and, and affecting your your quality of lived experience. Of course, you know, perfectionism may start back in childhood where feelings of self-worth become married to and tied in with achievement. And you know, perfectionism can become extremely debilitating for some people in the context of feeling very socially anxious, eating disorders, OCD, obsessive compulsive disorder. Can all tie in with feelings of perfectionism at times. The procrastination that can go with perfectionism can can cause considerable anxiety. So, talking to a trained therapist can enable you to learn to see things differently and learn how to change the thoughts and beliefs you're having about those thoughts, which can lead to more positive, constructive changes in your life. In Japanese culture, the presence of the flaw intensifies and deepens the degree of an object's beauty. That's wabi-sabi. It's this beautiful Zen concept of showing flaws as being something beautiful, as being something that enhance, as opposed to detracting from an object's inherent value. For example, the Asymmetry of the drawing, the blemish in the painting, the crack in the vase, the inherent beauty in what's impermanent, imperfect and incomplete, but above all else, authentic and real. For me, this is the key reminder of the importance of acceptance and non-attachment in addition to the undesirability of perfection. You see the world less as it is and more as you are. So here's the key idea. Don't let your flaws, don't let your imperfections weigh you down in a sea of needless negativity. Be realistic, set realistic goals and bars for yourself that allow you to grow while achieving your goals. Embrace as opposed to resisting change because change is the only constant in life for all of us. Focus your energy and focus your attentive awareness on progress not a destination of perfection. Choose to see your flaws for what they really are. The opportunity to not just accept, but embrace the fullness of who you are. Remember your experiences in life are opportunities to learn and grow. I mean, that's the key idea behind the growth mindset. Enjoy the journey of continuous improvement, of self-discovery and self-development. Finally, I'd like you to consider that being happy and fulfilled in life doesn't mean that everything is perfect. Far from it, it simply means that you've chosen and you have the power to choose how to respond in every given moment. You've chosen to look beyond the imperfections and simply allowing yourself to be you. And by that, I mean being more genuine, being that more authentic version of you, imperfect, flawed and still a wonderful human being, enabling you to live with so much more vitality. Thank you for listening to my podcast In The Doctor's Chair. For further resources to support you to live with more vitality, please visit my website, drmarkrow.com.